Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. Time to continue making my way down the law book. The next entry is Goblin Claw Inn, where we've been quite a few times, a landmark of sorts, in the South Trod Glen region of the Hart Hills. The Goblin Claw Inn has long been a favourite gathering place of locals and wayfarers alike, as well as a legendary den of intrigue, danger and adventure. Recent years, however, under the ownership of Gutzpol, his wife Galunina, and their son Grib- Gribman, the inn has fallen into a state of disrepair and become quite an eyesore. Despite its ramshackle appearance, the inn continues to enjoy loyal patronage and is still a favourite haunt of adventurers. Goblin Goblin Doom is the name of an enchanted longsword that is, or was as the case may be, the property of an adventurer named Iswin. Iswin, who later in life settled down to run an outfitter shop in Hawklaw, received Goblin Doom as a gift from his old friend Tallies. Goblin Doom adds 10 points to the melee weight of any adventurer fortunate to wield it. The sword also adds one point of might, one point of agility, and one point of body when wielded against goblins. The magical sword adds a total of five, adds an additional five points to its wielder's melee weighting, bringing you the total melee weighting bonus to plus fifteen. Goblin Doom is one of the items you will receive when you visit Urson in his in his cottage in the village of Dernsig, Hart Hills, Southwest Tysa. Please note, Issa will only be in Dernstig once you have paid him a visit in Hawklaw. Yeah, I think that was the first premium adventurer guild item, so they made a big deal of it. Of course, now you can get items like that. And you just go, oh, 
it's another really cool sword. I'll just add it to my big pile of really cool swords. Because currently I'm using an extremely cool sword. Oh, nice. That's the case, maybe. Glowed. The glowed were semi-nomadic and particularly cool race of men known the North Broadlands during the Age of Storms. The Glod were primarily plunderers who earned a fearsome reputation for their brutality in combat and their merciless attitude towards enemies. They worshipped a powerful malevolent spirit known only as Tefok. Little is known about the being of legend known as Tefok. For through the ruins of several temples once erected in his honour lies scattered throughout throughout the realm. Well we we dealt with Tefog back when we advent back when we ventured into the Burk, and that was near the start of our adventures. Goapor Goapthor of all the adventurers those deeds have gone down in a legend there were a few more Mervial mentioned than Gorathor, possessing what his legends say was superhuman strength and agility. The Tyson warrior and adventure quickly made a name for himself, battling goblins, ogres, trolls, dragons, and all manner of beasts that brawled the untamed edges of the kingdom. It is said that Gorathor the help of a powerful magic wielding ally was able to travel into the neverness and frequently did so in search of mighty artifacts which he brought back with him to swift during one of his many excursions into the dark realms deep within the heart of the neverness Grafor crossed paths with the demon queen her name was never known to the adventurer according to this legend Glafor killed the demon queen and took one of the three horns protruding from her head. The ho- this horn, the horn of the nameless queen of the infernal well, became known as Gorfar's horn. Gorfar treasured the horn and never allowed it to leave his side. This passing, however, the horn disappeared, leaving many to believe it was lost forever. Graudok gateway to the south. Graudok is one of the most heavily fortified cities in all the North Broadlands. It is here that most of Tysa's standing army resides in times of peace. The city is surrounded by lush farmlands. Through nearly a quarter of it has been claimed for use as proving fields for the army. The citizens of Graudok take great pride in Tysa's military, and in the, and in the ci- city soldiers are treated with great respect. The affairs of the city are overseen by Fane Maridel, one of Tysa's five fanes. Graudok is called the Gateway to the South because it has long defended the southern part of the nation which offers one of the few convenient ways into the country, the way, the way let pass, which we'll get to eventually. Thane Maridold has, at times, found himself at odds with the Tysa's with the military leaders who often occupy the city. 
Many of the Tysa's military elite do not trust the Thane, but their mistrust is tempered by the knowledge that he remains one of King Wenwald's favourite stewards. And that's another per that's another great noble of the realm who we've helped out. Then Grand Century. And that's a great noble of the realm who we didn't help out because he was a twat. Although we did kind of help him out by making him not a twat. And and well it was it's complicated. Everything's complicated with proving Ground Six. Grand Century is the title held by the current ruler of the city-state of Cardson. Also known as the Sorcerer Lord, this mysterious masked figure came to power following a brutal civil war that nearly destroyed the city-state 200 years ago. The Woust Men have remained loyal to the authority of Grand Century, while the Wabble have long stood in opposition to him. Alright. Wait, Grand Grave Wraith. These fiendish spirits often appearing as glowing ap- apparitions in and around the places of burial, or places in which they met an untimely and usually gruesome demise among the most powerful and fearsome of the risen dead. It is said that the hapless soul who is unfortunate enough to come into contact with the grave wraith will ultimately suffer a demise similar to that which ended the waste former slash natural life. Also said, however, that anyone who inhales the essence of a grave wraith will be bestowed will have bestowed upon them a fragment of the spirit's potency. Throughout the centuries it has been rumoured that various mages, necromancers if we're to be specific, have been able to master the art of collecting grave wave essence and living to tell about it. Although, if they're a necromancer, they don't necessarily have to to survive to tell anyone about it. You know, they become become liches. Despite its documented benefits, the inhalation of the foggy, luminous luminous essence of a grave mate may also induce unknown and decidedly less welcome effects. However, to date, there have been no known negative side effects that have arisen from the inhalation of grave wraith essence. Greater Shadow These strange beings appear as vaguely humanoid, opaque, black silhouettes. Their origin and purpose are unknown, although probably not very nice. Grevel The walled city of Grevel located in the foothills of the Thedulian range, was utterly destroyed by the great dust dragon Nerebent nearly 400 years ago. The destruction of Grevel remains one of the saddest days in the history of Tysa, and indeed the entire North Broadlands. The city was never rebuilt, and the dragon Nerebent was not seen again following the raising of Grevel. I guess that's one of the ones Wund Wundur Wundur missed back when he was 
part of the five knights who said, let's kill all the dragons. Well, the Grey Circle. The Grey Circle is an age-old brotherhood of mages that offer protection and advancement opportunities for its members in exchange for service and monetary contributions. The Brotherhood has grown in number and strength over the ages, and now wields incredible political power throughout the realms. It is a recognised political entity in nearly every nation of Northern Swift, and it has compounds and embassies in almost every city, every major city. The Grey Circle has earned a fair decree of infamy over its tax of recruitment. Members are expected to recruit other members whenever possible, and and renegade spellcasters, in other words, those not belonging to the Grey Circle Brotherhood, can sometimes find themselves the target of harassment and even violent coercive tactics. The headquarters of this Brotherhood of Mages is the Tower of Anowin in the city of Ashbear. It is there that the mysterious figure known as the Grey Mage resides. The Grey Mage is the Brotherhood's undisputed leader and is reported to be a mage of unmatched power and wisdom, though few, if ever, if any, even among the Brotherhood, claim to have seen him. Well, her, actually. (laughs) Many Tyson cities and nations have found their political structures increasingly at odds with the enormity of the social and political power wielded by the Grey Circle. Grey Dasher Spider These massive grey spiders are named for the incredible speed at which they move. This often results in their movements appearing as little more than a grey blur. Highly trainable mind magic and possessing a particularly virulent venom these fearsome arachnids are sometimes tamed and employed by, by assassins who utilise who utilize the creature's penchant for deadly attacks of stealth to devastating effects. As these giant hairy spiders are rarely encountered anywhere in the wilds of, of the North Portlands, being attacked by a grey dasher is a good indication that someone is actively seeking your intimate demise. Grey Mage The Grey Mage remains one of the most mysterious, powerful and influential personages in all of Swift. By all accounts, the reclusive mage is the supreme leader of the Grey Circle, a politically and magically powerful guild of mages, quartered in the Him hidden chamber within the Tower of Alduin in the city of Aspears, it is unknown if the Grey Maid has been seen by more than a handful of people over the last few centuries. It's rumoured that the Grey Maid communicates telepathically with the most powerful members of the Grey Circle, and so remains abreast of all that comes to pass throughout the realms. The Grey Mage is said to possess magical power beyond human comprehension. I don't know. I could comprehend quite a lot. The Grey Mage's words on all matters, which are made known from time to time, 
usually taken under careful consideration by all of Swift's losers, rulers. Previously, we read another entry where we got her name, Back in the Seas. In the second reading of the law book, Grey Stinger. This large grey insect has a broad flat head, 12 legs, and can grow as large as 3 feet in length. Its long tail portion is equipped with a venomous stinker, capable of incapacitating or killing very large prey. These insects are aggressive and will normally attack most living things upon sight. Grey Tunneler Grey Tunnelers, as they are called, are a fearsome humanoid race that long ago left the surface of Swift to live in underground lairs of their own construction. They are nearly twice as large as the largest human. The skin that covers their thickly muscled torso is leathery and grey. Tunnelers have no eyes, but their keen sense of hearing and smell more than make up for their sightlessness. Their three-fingered hands are equipped with stone-hard digging claws that are very sharp. Sharp. The tunnelers, tunnelers use these claws as weapons with a great degree of skill. Should you encounter a tunneler, be extremely cautious. Tunnelers will treat any non-tunneler that encroaches upon them as an enemy and will react accordingly. Grey Wolf of Seer Through historians and sages have largely relegated the more fantastic of his sordid deeds to the realm of myth, there is no doubt that Grey Wolf of Seer existed and his accomplishments, though at times exaggerated, were both luminous and legendary. Despite his reputation as a master warrior who once bested a trio of dragons bent on destroying the city of Seer, Many of the Grey Wolf's greatest feats occurred away from the field of battle. In what has become known as the Gathering of Blades, Grey Wolf is credited with successfully brokering a settlement of peace between Goblin, Human and Giant along the present border between Tysa and Hagrion. Described the moniker Grey Wolf due to his proclivity for wearing clothing an armour fashioned out of wolf pelts. Alibon Greyfoot, farmer and woodcutter by trade, is said to have just had been just short of his 100th year when he passed away, still dwelling on his farm within sight of the towering walls of Seer. It has been, near, been nearly 500 centuries since Grey Wolf's passing, but his legend continues to grow. For he rarely makes mention of Italies, perhaps the greatest adventure in all of Swithian history, claims to have descended from the line of the Grey Wolf. It believes there exists a series of marks of Grey Wolf which, when obtained, impart to their bearer some of the potent power of the departed adventurous spirit. Grey Warren this remote corner of eastern Tysa is largely is a largely untamed region of hilly evergreen forest, 
snuggy against the foothills of the Allspun Mountains. There are a few scattered settlements throughout Grey Warnock. Griffin Cracks, the, the tangled expanse of forest north of Goblin Power, known as the Griffin Crags, was named long ago for the ancient line of griffins that once made their lairs in and around its many crags, tors, and ridges. Several prominent sorcerers also constructed abodes in the Griffin Crags. Two of the better known personage, personages to have done so are Varkran and Jawador. Alright, um, we've met Jawador in the flesh, and we've met Warkrin in the spirit. Or, or the projection or something. Griffins. Of all the creatures on Swift, there are perhaps none as equally feared and respected as the Griffin. These majestic and extraordinarily intelligent creatures have the head forequarters and wings of an eagle, and the hindquarters and tails of a lion. They can grow to be nearly 20 feet tall, and, and can be as long as some adult dragons. The forepaws of a griffin are equipped with razor-sharp, stone-like claws, and their beaks are harder than stone, enabling them to tear through most materials with ease. Swithian griffins commonly possess magical abilities. One, such as the ability innate to all griffins, the pa- is the power to turn themselves to stone at will. While they remain in this state, which can be for a very long time, they are impervious to nearly all forms of attack. They are reclusive creatures, preferring to dwell out of sight in their abodes, which are normally large caves and usually at great elevation. Swithian griffins are quick to anger and will attack without warning when they feel threatened. Griffins steadfastly despise dragons of all varieties and will not tolerate them under any circumstances. An adult griffin is perhaps one of the only living things on Swift that a dragon fears. Though tolerant of most other living creatures, griffins are by their nature suspicious and will normally shy away from any dealings with the world of man. Should you ever encounter a griffin, you should know they are fierce combatants, who give no quarter once they've identified a foe. Now in Swift you never formally meet a, meet a griffin in a formal adventure, although if you wander the realms at random, you can come across one. Grim Hand the Destroyer. The famous Philodonese adventure, known only as Grim Hand, was a swordsman and a battle mage. There was combat prowess, a magic a, ma- a mastery of the magical discipline of destruction are now legendary. For a while in his later years, the brazen Grim Hand travelled through the Thurundian range with tallies, seeking out treasure-laden lairs hidden deep in the mountains. It is on one of these expeditions that Grimhand is said to have met his end. The hand, or claws, 
for a powerful dust dragon and his army of goblins. As he lay dying on the feet of bat- battle, Grimhand bequeathed all his possessions to Tallies. How convenient for Tallies! It is believed, though not confirmed, that Tallies subsequently avenged Grimhand, slaying the very dust dragon that brought about his untimely demise using the swordsman's own blade. Gripmore. A famous warrior and adventurer, those grand exploits are the centre of some of the North Broadland's most enduring legends. Gripmore is said to have died defending a village on, on the Tyson's eastern frontier from a massive goblin onslaught. While many believe that a great number of the legends concerning Gripmore have been exaggerated, that inve- exaggerated through various retellings, the most learned agree there is much truth to be found in them. Several years before his death, it's believed that Gripmore, with the help of several para- powerful allies, built three shrines to preserve his legacy and to guard some of the secrets he had unlocked during a lifetime of adventure. I guess that's a place we might go? Or maybe we already did in a special event? Now, Grubmore, the Plague Bearer. This 12-foot-long, slime-coated, blood-red worm has the head and arms of an ogre, and a disposition nearly as foul as its sickening appearance. Grubmore is named Plague Bearer because of the arsenal of diseases he will employ upon his enemies. Though only at the behest of his master, Woundskin. Grunbore. Few figures in the history of the North Broadland has been as feared as the mighty barbarian known as Grumble. The very name of the legendary barbarian is synonymous with terror and destruction. For nearly 20 years he terrorised the eastern half of the North Broadlands, evading capture and brutalising any who dared to attempt to stop his campaign of robbery and murder. Grumble was eventually slain in a battle with Tyson Knights, through the knight who actually struck him, the killing blow has never been fully been determined. Alright. Grutzmill. The thin, tall, thin, balding, middle-aged Grutzmill is the current keeper of the Goblin Claw Inn. There seems to be more to this innkeeper than meets the eye. Guardian Glyph. These magical symbols created by powerful mages or magical items, are used to protect objects or locations from unwanted intrusion. The glyphs appear as translucent, glowing images that hover inches above the surface upon which they have been placed. In most cases, guardian glyphs can only be removed by the mage by whom it was created. These glyphs can remain in place for years following their creation. Attempting to pass a guardian glyph or meddle with the object under a glyph's protection can have deadly results. Gludowalg. Gludowalg, a master warrior mage 
an accomplished adventurer who hailed from Eastern Palaidon, achieved his fame and his considerable wealth by slaying several marauding dragons along the western Tysian border. It is rumoured that Gludorak perfected a combination of magic and sword work that allows him to defeat almost any dragon with relative ease. When at last Gudurag reached the end of his days, he's, he's said to have died after swiftly downing an autumn ale in Twithing. It's believed that a powerful sorcerer preserved his spirits in hopes that he could one day be, he could one day be bestowed upon another adventurer. Alright, now Gundador Woot. Gundador Woot is the name given to a large, spreadical tumour that grows at high altitudes. It was named after the man who is credited with first discovering it high in the Fedorins, Jurston Gundador. Well, the tumour can be eaten, and as a street fortify food, it's more common and more valuable use is as a pipe filler. When dried and cut into strips, Gunnador's root serves as the most common source of, po- of pike smoke throughout the North Broadlands. Halguam. These massive beings, made up of varying amounts of flesh, stone, wood and iron, serve as guardians of the ruined city of Tarn. The Halguam were left behind by the last of the departing sorcerers who abandoned Tarn, and have assumed the eternal task of guarding the shattered city. It's believed that the main wall of the Hargrim was a ward off adventurers and treasure seekers from plundering the secrets left hidden within the depths of the ruined city. Hall of Ruin Long thought to be little more than one of the many frightful legends found scattered throughout Goblin Doom. There are many adventurers who now believe the Hall of Ruin, the tomb of the infamously savage Goblin King Igorowak, is indeed real. If the legends are to be believed, and they are, Ogomark bides his time within his crypt, waiting until he can once again raise and command an arm of goblins that will sweep across the North Broadlands and bring destruction and chaos to the realm of man. Some believe the entrance to the Hall of Ruin is to be found in Shadow Glen. And, and it is. I know. I've been there. Hand of fate. For better or worse, fate, some choose to call it destiny, plays an important, though often overlooked, role in the life of an adventurer. Sometimes even the most innocuous events, and an adventurer's choice regarding them, can help shape destiny by ever so slightly guiding the hand of fate. At various times in your adventure, you may encounter the following message. A fateful decision. Inexplicably, you feel... In some imperceptible way, your destiny is linked to the choice you're about to make. The message above indicates a marked choice. It is a choice that your character is about to make that will, in some way, affect him or her at some point in the future. 
should be noted that when making these marked choices that there are not any correct or incorrect selections. Each marked choice your character makes will have an effect on his or her fate somewhere along the line. The selections you make when faced with marked choices will negatively affect your character in any way, but your selections are likely to impact your character moving forward, often in unexpected ways. Han Longax one of the most feared brigands to wield the wilds of the North Brooklands over the last decade or so, is a notoriously cruel outlaw, Han Longaxe. Recent years, owing to his wanted status, Han has taken to hiding out in the remote, wilder portions of the kingdom. For what is believed to be a series of hidden bases, the brazen highwayman continues to lead a growing collective of bandits that prey upon travellers in all corners of the realm. It is rumoured the Han is, for some reason, obsessed with finding the Sword of Mezek. Well, who isn't? Not me, that's for sure. Hard hills. These rolling forested hills right up to the foothills of the Federalian Range. The hills were named the Hart Hills because of the abundance of deer and other game that's to be found in the woodlands and vales of this remote, rugged region. Many small settlements dot the Hart Hills. Some of the more prominent locations include Hawklaw and Dernstig. Despite its numerous and growing settlements, the hills remain a wild and dangerous region. Goblins, ogres, trolls, even some giants are known to pass through the hard hills now and again. Harvest Hall. This grim stone structure in the southern sector of Talonus serves as a courthouse of sorts where the king's magistrates met out justice to the condemned. Public hangings on the streets in front of Harvest Hall, while less frequent than in years past, are still not entirely uncommon. Hawkblade Once the sword of the warlord Zuigar of Nardor. The Hawkblade is a powerful enchanted weapon complements the hand of anyone fortunate enough to wield it. The blade of this extraordinary weapon bears an intricate etching that depicts a hawk in flight. Apart from the combat ability boost it provides to its wielder, it's believed that the most potent powers that this fabled longsword possesses have yet to be discovered. There is a rumour that this blade, through a wearer, will summon a pair pair of mighty hawks although a rare occurrence will summon a pair of mighty hawks to assist its wielder in battle lucky indeed is the adventurer at those side this blade hangs hawk claw we've been there a lot hawk claw is a small village nestled in the eastern edge of the Hart Hills in western Tulsa. Its citizens are primarily farmers and woodcutters, 
who enjoy fruitful commerce with the cities to the north, like Twithic and Talonus. Like most who dwell in this remote, rugged region, the people of Hawklaw are a hardy, whistlesful lot, who delight in the toil of their daily lives, while enjoying the peace that has thrived in Tysa for over a century. Hawklaw is where your adventures in Swift begin, and Middle, and many other planes as well. <laughs> Hornly Jack. Hornly Jack! It's a particularly nasty mountain giant that has been an unpleasant fixture in the remote areas of Western Tysa for almost a generation before he appeared in the area just over 50 years ago. Connie believed that the race of mountain giants had become a thing of legend. At first, Harley Jack won praise from the local towns and villages when he single-handedly, literally, defeated a wicked dust dragon known as Quenzal by throttling the creature to death. Quenzal, an old and powerful dust dragon, had him demanding tribute from local towns and villages in exchange for providing protection to the entire area. Quenzal did, did little protecting, however, and a large number of missing people have been attributed to the dragon. After killing Kronzo, Honly Jack and his two sons, Segjack and Hernjack, moved into the dragon's cave and began demanding tribute of their own from the locals. This tribute was paid without question, but who would dare defy a giant that had single-handedly strangled a powerful dust dragon Hornly Jack, who to be a somewhat more tolerable than his possessor. Although he did no actual protecting of the populace, he did not interfere in their affairs, as Kronzel had done from time to time. However, over the years, the amount of payment he demands has continued to grow. Many a bold soul has foolishly confronted the giant and his sons over the years, either attempting to drive him away or slay him. They have all, without exception, met with certain doom. A few years back, a troop of Tyson border rangers, numbering at least twelve, disappeared after attempting to forcibly remove the three giants from the area. Harley Jack stands just over 20 feet tall and is said to have the strength of a hundred men. His sons, Seg Jack and Hern Jack, are considerably smaller, each standing just over 10 feet tall. Many of the locals have come to accept Harley Jack and his tribute demands as a fact of life. The fact that the mountain giant has no mate is a sliver of hope. At least there aren't likely to be any more mountain giants to contend with. The mountain giant's lair is said to be a cave located at the bottom of a broad dell in the rocky western portion of the Hart Hills. Uh, well, we, well, we, well, we didn't meet Harley Jack, but we have a big adventure that involves him. Hill giant. As their name suggests, hill giants are extremely large humanoids 
with intellect almost in reverse portion, proportion to their tremendous size, these savage, cruel beings normally stand between 12 and 15 feet in height and carry large wooden clubs, which they employ with great brutality. Often, smaller creatures, such as goblins, will be pressed into the service of a hill giant, or a group of hill giants, through such relationships are never long-lived. Hill giants, and giants in general, are not as common on Swift as they once were. Hudsaw Bridge This ancient, crumbling and collapsed bridge in the Stone Hills area of northwest Tulsa was named after the legendary hero Hudsaw, who supposedly fended off an entire army of trolls on the bridge, armed only with his oaken club. The, bri- the bridge once spanned a mighty river that has long since dried up. Hold. The Hold is the name given to the far southeastern tip of Sangard Isle, an area of rolling hills and light forests that is firmly controlled by the human element on the island, and is very, very small compared to the entire island. And of course, just because it's human controlled, doesn't mean it's safe. It's just that you don't know who's trying to kill you there. Because that's Sangard. It's not a very safe place. Hole. The Hole, as it's affectionately known, is the city of Twithic's main gale. The squalid, brutal prison in the southern section of the city is a place that strikes fear in the hearts of even the most brazen criminals. Many who are sentenced to the gale never again see the light of day. Disease, murder and brutality rule the whole. Making it a place best avoided. And indeed it is. Because if you go to the hole and things go bad, which admittedly being the hole means they've already gone bad, you can end up with a permanent... A permanent loss to your stanima. And just for kicks on one character who I've who is now gone. I've had at this can stack and you can keep going to the hole until you end up with negative stanima points. It's ridiculous. Very ridiculous. But to be expected. Book themed. This hulking, grotesque, two legged horror is a denson of the Neverness. Patches of 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 wiry grey and brown fur cover its thick hide, and its powerful, muscular arms are fitted with enormous bone hooks instead of hands, like many of the wicked creatures that spring from the depths of the Neverness. The hook fiend knows no fear. And shows no mercy. Hopestone. Once a flourishing walled city. 
on the northeast shoulder of Barrow Lock. Hope Stone was destroyed over a thousand years ago in an attack by the great dragon Cloud Lurker. Before its sudden and untimely demise, Hope Stone was a bastion of learning and magic, a haven for scholars who sought to unravel the complex mysteries of a dangerous and ever-changing world. One of the first and largest grey circle compounds dominated the centre of the city. It is said that on the day of Cloud Lurker's attack, only the city's arch archmage, the sorcerer of the grey circle named Guadon, dared to challenge the savage might of the great dragon. Guadon, as legend has it, repelled Cloud Lurker's attack for nearly an hour before ultimately succumbing to the dragon's fiery wrath. After three days, Cloud Lurker's incessant attack succeeded in raising every structure within the city's walls and half the populace of Hopestone was either dead or missing. For over 500 years, the wounds of Hopestone and a wide swath of land surrounding the Wenements lay abandoned. When a silver mine was discovered near the ruins, its valuable bounty led to the founding of a new settlement to the south of the shattered city. The new town, which came to be called Dragonwath, was named after the infamous attack that destroyed Hopestone. Horned Creeper, the small humanoid abominations reside in the depths of the Nevernus and are known to haunt countless Neville realms. Their thick, warty skin is a deep, purplish hue, a small horn protruding from the middle of their skulls. Coupled with their ability to move with barely making a sound, has given rise to their name. Horn Tail Of all the creatures that roam the wilds of Swift, few have inspired as many legends as the Horn Tail. These large, bony-skinned reptiles grow to the size of large bears, and are renowned for their ferocious appetites and bad tempers. The largest of the species is the male, which can reach a length of 12 feet and can weigh as much as 2,000 pounds. It goes without saying that a 2,000 pound ill-tempered hornbale would be a creature best avoided at all cost. Male horntails are called boars and females are called sows. The horntail is so named for the black, razor-sharp horn of bone that protrudes from the end of its long, muscular tail. The creatures will use the tail as a whip in combat and can strike enemies several feet away. It is best to avoid being hit by a lash of the tail for the horn contains one of the most potent venoms in all of Swift. So fierce are the beasts when threatened or angry, that tales abound of enraged horn tails, driving dragons on their lairs, or chasing armed bands of forest trolls for miles.
Horn Tails will absolutely not tolerate any living things entering their lairs, which are usually large caves. Hundrax Huntsman. Hundrax Huntsman is the name of a small but accomplished band of monster hunters that operates out of are out of the city of Migsbor in Western Tysa, led by Hodrak, a master archer and conjurer. The group has earned a stalwart reputation over the decade that has passed since its founding. Yes. Holgerwad, the Great Madness. The Holgerwad, also known as the Great Madness, refers to a dark, widespread epidemic marked by madness and death that ravaged a large portion of the North Broadlands more than a thousand years ago. While some historians prefer to suggest the Holgrund was little more than a plague that swept over a vast swath of the world, though it clears many among the learned who believe that great, the great madness was spawned of a sinister, otherworldly source. Whatever its origin, the great madness quickly spread across the realms, devastating certain regions, while inexplicably leaving others largely untouched. The symptoms of those afflicted by the Holgrund almost always began as feverish dreams, but quickly devolved into waving lunacy, accumulating with what has historically been described as hallucinations filled with the stares of distant eyes and the great earth-shaking wars of silence. Those infected by the great madness were often found to have sketched or in some way crafted a specific marking which came to be known as the Sigil of Dokoth. Dokoth, the curious symbol in the form of a square eye surrounded by a wing of flames. When asked about the symbol they had drawn or carved, nearly all, all, all those suffering the grip of the Holgerwand responded that it was Dokoth's signal, signal, or the mark of Dokoth. Dokoth, the name of a diphytic figure that appears in certain ancient Adivari writings, very little is known about him. The Holgrond lingered for nearly a decade, during which time its ravaging hands altered much of the world it afflicted. According to legend, the Great Madness was only defeated when a band of seven warriors, known to history as the Seven Knights, encountered and defeated the Great Demon who commanded the Holgerwand. In the battle that brought about the demon's demise, all seven of the knights, believed to be of the Ironheart Order Felidon, oh, that's such a cool name, perished. Though scholars agree on the origin of the Holgerwand, though scholars disagree on the origin of the Holgerwand and the legends that surround its arrival, an abrupt disappearance, most believe that its return, or the birth of a similar epidemic, is a notion that should not be flippantly discarded. 
Hunoim, Hunoim, the shadowy realm of Hunoim, floating in the band of fire, a realm of fire and smoke in the depths of the Nevenus, is home to a vast plain marked with broad and supposedly bottomless pits of fire. According to what little knowledge exists of this realm, it is believed that many objects of great power have been forged in the fires of this realm over the ages. Huonon The Archmage Huonon, one of the age's most celebrated spellcasters, has frequently found himself at odds with a variety of powerful personages over the, over the years. Most believe this is directly because of the power and influence the elderly mage wields within his homeland, the kingdom of Rosal. Huon, who happens to be blind, is thought by many to be the only living mage whose power rivals that of the grey mage. It has been rumoured in recent years that a secret decree from Tysus King Renwold has forbidden Huon from crossing into the kingdom that neighbours his own. Alright, and then Hylobor Beetle. The dog-sized black-shelled beetles are, co- are relatively common throughout the woodlands of Tysa, Theliodon and Wyosel. They are carnivorous and have a nearly insatiable appetite. Appetite. Thus, these predators will usually attack anything that moves in their vicinity. They have a set of, la- of large, powerful pincers that protrude to cover their mandibles, and a long, sharp horn that sticks squarely out of the middle of their head. Now, that's all the H's done. And this looks like a convenient place to stop for now. So next next episode we'll be moving on to I, starting with Ice Worm. And until then, farewell fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.